Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. I fucked up your intro. And, uh... This guy to my left right here. Justin Alexio. Woo, 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 woo. Yo, what's going on? You know. Are you talking to me or the, the fans? A little bit of both. All right. Do you guys answer when we ask questions? Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes they leave comments. Right. We like it. We dig it. Justin and I have been off another freaking this <laughs> another freaking couple of weeks. We've been really bad about it this last these last few months. But we're back. Proud, happy. It's because, uh, you know, it's whatever. This is good. We always knew this would happen, but at least we're still trying. We're coming back. You know what? I think uh podcast would be in trouble if we weren't good friends because uh, we'd be like, nah, you know. It just wither away. Yeah, into the dust. Like, you know what? We just getting too busy. <laughs> um, you, were, you were in Vegas, bro, right? Week yep. of shows? Yep. How many times have you done Vegas now? Too many to count? This is the fourth time. Fourth time? Yeah. The first time I did it was with Don Myrera. Second time I did it was with Tim Gaither. Third time was with Ahmed Ahmed. Fourth time, this most recent time, was with my buddy Dean Del Rey. In how long of a span? Four times in how long? Mm, a couple years, I think. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's right. So you've now spent a month in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a long time. You look at it like that, man. Wow, yeah, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of uh, lot. It's so good you don't drink. I I could not. That would fifty six be... shows in Vegas. Wow, all together in the last two years, I've done fifty six shows in Vegas. Fifty six. Wow, that's a lot, dude. That's a lot. Yeah, some comics don't even get fifty six shows in two years in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> That's uh, only, dude. That's only. That's a little more than a show a week. That's pretty bad. If you, I mean, you know, if you start out here, yeah. I mean, I mean, by I'm about to be in year six, so I should have at least more than that. That's what I'm saying. Not starting out. Starting out is hard to get shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But, dang, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, all that Vegas. I just like every time, I'm like, yeah, hey, let's hang out next week. Oh, I'm in Vegas. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I went one more time before the end of the year. I was like, gotta make some money, <laughs> gotta get something going. Do uh, do you do you buy your your family gifts? I try to not. I try and I try and broker deal. I broker deal with my brothers. I'm like, don't buy me anything. You don't buy me anything. We don't. It's gonna suck, and then we're just gonna waste money. There's no point. Right. Yeah, I usually I can't bring gifts on the plane. Right. So I always do the shopping when I get back and by do the shopping, my mom helps me out a lot. Like she will sometimes go shopping for me and then I'll put my name on the gift and give her some money. And then some years she'll just put my name on it because uh, I'm really broke. And she's like, yeah, it's from your brother. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Technically, yeah, that doesn't I feel mean, good. Even te- no, no, it doesn't feel good. Cause I'm like, is it though? It's not really. I mean, I know it's a thought that counts, but I've been thinking about it, and I can't afford anything. (laughs) 
So yeah. oh well, you know. What do you, I mean? You you say you try to broker deals? Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I I to have cancel it out. So well, I've got I've got seven brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's too many. So I'm like, the, all the older ones, I'm like, we just don't get each other gifts. It's cool. Yeah. I get so then I just end up getting my mom, my grandpa, my dad a gift, and I have to buy the four little ones. So that's like eight presents still. Yeah, and that's at least you got to spend at least. Five or ten bucks a piece? I mean, I average probably like 15, 20. I, I try and save up like $300. Wow. For Christmas because it's, you know, whatever. But um, sometimes my mom, her gift to me is like money. So then I literally just use that to buy other people gifts. Yeah, I feel pathetic whenever I give somebody a gift card and it's like for only $10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is. A, should I be even giving anything, dude? Whenever I get a gift card for ten bucks, I almost get max. Like now, I got ten dollars. There's nothing for ten dollars now. I'm gonna have to spend money because I have ten dollars. Unless it's Chipotle Walmart. or something like that, <laughs> right? But yeah, Walmart. I mean, well, you can get. Dude, I got stuff. a ten dollar gift card to Sport Chalet, and I almost bought. It almost made me spend twenty five dollars yesterday because I saw this hat, this Cardinals hat. And I was like, oh, I've got $10. It's only 25 I was like, I can't. No, this is dumb. What am I doing? Are you that big of a Cardinals fan? Uh, I like the Cardinals. I mean, it's my hometown team. It, it was cool. I, I'm a, I mean, I'm a bigger Panthers fan, obviously. But uh, oh, I was thinking St. Louis. That makes more sense. Arizona Cardinals. Right. <laughs> NFL. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, it was this dope hat with like the, sit, the skyline. And uh, I was like, oh, man, that'd be so cool. But I couldn't do it. I was like, just because you get $10 off, Justin, don't fucking do it. So what's going on with your Panthers, man? It's crazy. They're 12 and 0, bitch. Woo! Oh, man. Is there any chance that they could not go to the playoffs at this point? No, they just uh, clinched a playoff spot uh, this past week. So they're going to the playoffs. Wow. They're only, and there's been 50 NFL seasons, right, guys? This is the ninth team to start 12 and 0. So it showed you how rare it is. I mean, yeah, you got to be really good. So we're and gonna, like get the right schedule and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of. You Do know, you have a lot of hard teams coming up? We, no, we played all our hard teams. So oh, wow. this this last stretch is a lot of teams fighting for playoffs. So we almost lost this past weekend, three points scored in the last minute to win it. But uh, we're trying to go for a perfect season. Do you, Only- see, do you see that Green Bay game? Oh yeah, that was dude. That catch <laughs> was insane. Like I, I I don't watch sports that often, but. You were watching that first I mean, game for some reason. Well, they, they played uh, like Sports Center down in the 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 gloomy, depressing cafeteria of the Tropicana, <laughs> yeah. and they kept showing that, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, I have a friend that's a Lions fan, and uh, I think he almost cried. So, oh yeah, I did. You see some of the real time reactions that were captured <laughs> yeah. after that. There's like these two guys in like giant lions <laughs> outfits, like fully decked out, painted, painted faces, all that stuff, and they literally see it and they sit down in shock. Dude, uh, yeah, it's uh, I I don't like I almost don't like watching that because I know how it feels and I don't like watching. It's real bad. <laughs> like, That's real emotion right there. <laughs> real loss. Someone I saw someone the Browns just lost this past weekend on a they went for a game winning field goal they got it blocked and the other team ran it back for the game winning touchdown yeah and I saw some Browns fans rip their jerseys in real time and I was like that's expensive that's like a two hundred dollar jersey that's a very expensive temper tantrum that's going on right there yeah I don't know I mean my temper tantrums are bad I haven't had a bad one since I was like eighteen 
I remember, I forget what it was. My mom was the only one that can make me this angry. I forget what she said to me, but I just remember in my dorm room, and I'm just throwing shit all over my room. And my roommate didn't know me that well, so he's just, like, staring at me, like, not knowing what to do. Yeah. And uh, I broke, I mean, it was all my shit that I broke. And then, um, <laughs> but it felt good. I don't know, something about that it feels good. Uh, so, but that was the last time I did that. I was 18, so mm. I haven't, although there's been, you know, yeah, I've, I've, I've slammed my hand on the steering wheel a couple times. Yeah. I do that. Like, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, but what if something broke in your car? How mad would you be? Oh, yeah. I mean. If your steering wheel just like <laughs> plopped off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, I mean, it feels good. I don't, I don't, I feel like you're not that kind of person. You, you just like let it all in. There's no like, and then it just slowly fades away. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of losses, guys, gotta gotta talk about this. At uh, talk to Justin a, a bit about this. This is a loss, but there's there's hope, and the, there's always hope, guys. <laughs> uh, All right, way to set this up. I showcased to be a paid regular at the comedy store. All right, you've done this now. How this many times? This is the second time I've done it. Okay. And I felt amazing about my set. I yeah, felt I, I had people that were there that said you were the best set. Multiple people said that to me. Uh, I was told by many people that I had the set of the night, but uh, I did not. Uh, I guess I did not get uh, to the point where it's like undeniable with. Uh, the town coordinator who's running it. So I did not get it, and it was pretty Fuck. upsetting. Yeah, no, that's... Especially because you were told, like, two years ago you were getting passed, like, in yeah. a month. Yeah. So I've been, you know, I've had my many ups and downs with the comedy store. But I walked off the stage. I did exactly the set that I wanted to do, exactly what what I wanted to showcase, and I had a great set. And... I did what I do exactly. I opened the set. I riffed off of uh, something. Steve Byrne brought me up, gave me a really nice intro. And I riffed off of something that he closed with, and it worked really well. And then I did a little bit of crowd work, and then I went into my material. It was all, like, stuff that I do. Right. Riffing, yeah. crowd work. I, did, I didn't spend too much time on this stuff, and then I did, did a few bits. Felt great. And... I walked off the stage going, you know what? If I don't get past off that set, then it's fine. I la- I literally felt like I left what I do on that stage. Yeah. So I was happy about that. Fast forward to two days later, uh, we had to wait a day because uh, the following day was Thanksgiving, which it was good that that uh, <laughs> we didn't get the news on Thanksgiving because f- four of us did not get past. And uh, my buddy, congrats to my buddy, Sandro Yokolano, very funny guy. He had a great set as well. And, yeah, I just talked to the talent coordinator, and basically he said that he felt like he had the better set. And, you know, comedy is subjective. Uh, right. I mean, I talked to somebody else last night, and I said, uh, they're like, oh, I heard about your show- showcase. I was like, yeah, uh, I'm happy. I-, I said I felt like I had the best set of the night, uh, and I was told by a bunch of people that I had the best set of the night. And the guy goes, Oh, really? I heard Sandra the best of the night. So there you go. It's like <laughs> comedy is subjective, you know? Right. It's like 
yeah you know what i mean like yeah, it's like our, it's what, if i'm what? hearing from you know i just yeah. i literally just heard that last night i was like huh well there you go <laughs> and that there's at least the, there's, there's at somebody least, out there no there's a, like, there's i mean obviously the talent coordinator <laughs> that guy and right. many other people in the room also felt that way about right. Sandra's set. So I was like, well, there you go. There you go. Then I didn't do <laughs> the set that it was so undeniable that is like, you have to pass that guy. Right. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're... I felt, I felt good, though. That's it's good. one of those things where it's frustrating, but it's just going to force me to work harder and go more places and not put as many eggs in that basket. I've been removing eggs slowly from that basket for a while, and it's made me a stronger comic, forcing me to go more places, do more rooms. And it's made me more, I feel like it's made me more balanced. And in the long run, in the long grand scheme of things, it'll be a good thing. It's one of those things where right now I really don't understand or right. or know why it's so hard for me particularly. But Steve Simone is super nice and... To me and a bunch of other people, uh, we're like, hey, man, you're going to get eventually. What's more important is that you are like in it and everybody knows you around there and all that stuff. That's more important than getting past right now. And he sent me a podcast to listen to. And it was Tommy Davidson and Chris Rock and on Polly Shore's Interested Podcast. And it was them talking about Mitzi and the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. Tommy Davidson, if you've never seen him live, he's... Incredible. He's a ridiculously good performer. Right. And Mitzi made him go through three years of not being a regular. Signing up, then eventually doing like spots and all that stuff, but never would work him in like the original room or the the main room. And then finally, she, she passes him, calls him up. First weekend spot that she gives him is in the main room. It's his first spot as a as a paid regular at the comedy store. And it's only three people on the bill. It's him, Richard Pryor, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and he had to to follow them. One night he had to like go in the middle, and then he had to follow them. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the death so he sense. had to follow. So he had to follow Pryor one night, and then uh, he had to follow Eddie Murphy, which is crazy. And she she said uh, basically, he said that Mitzi always made the most talented people wait the longest. That's what he said on this podcast. And he said she, that she told him, I couldn't give it to you too early. You'd go crazy. <laughs> Basically, like, she saw it in him. But if she, if he would have been getting too much attention too early in his career, he wouldn't have been in the right headspace to handle it mentally. Right. Yeah, it's crazy that, like, I feel like that's a dying thing where the comedy... Uh you know, the comedy club owner's mentor now. It's like... Yeah, good. I just didn't get passed. <laughs> I, I can't... <laughs> I, I can't say that, you know... I mean, maybe... Um, maybe the... the This is the second talent coordinator at the comedy store. I've been waiting to pass me. But I I don't know. I, I, I think that's a little bit harder for me to believe than Tommy Davidson's story. 
Right. But I mean, for whatever reason, it could be something that I'm putting out that I don't know yet that eventually it'll just be one of those things where like, now he's ready. Right. Which I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm in it right now. So it. Yeah, who who knows? I mean, talk. You got to gotta enjoy the ride. Talk baby. to Tommy Davidson while he was going through that, and he would have been saying the same thing that I'm saying. I've been like, Fuck I'm, ki- I'm killing right now. <laughs> What's going on? That kind of thing. Yeah, but I guess the moral of the story is I'm just even, gonna keep working, man. Yeah, no matter how good you are, it might not work out at the right time. <laughs> I oh, like that's, that. Kids. That's a sad. <laughs> that's a sad motivator. Sometimes when you're ready, other people hold you back. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, no, you know, I'm, you've got good, dude. If it was me, I would have, I would have went off on the talent coordinator. Well, what was this is what um, I will say uh, about the talent coordinator, uh, which I really appreciate. We talked on the phone. I texted him uh, after it got announced through Twitter again, and I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and we talked for fifteen minutes on the phone, and he gave me reasons and stuff. Uh, why he he felt like uh, Sandra had the better set and all that stuff, and I listened and handled myself very professionally, and I didn't agree with certain things in the conversation, uh, but that's where it you, I mean I I respect the system enough and I respect him, so I can't argue certain things where I'm just like I kind of have to just keep to myself like okay. Um, where on the inside I'm like, well, I don't agree with this, but I respect the system and everything. So it's just kind of like you have to just listen and just. I know that I'll be showcasing again, and I just have to do a set eventually. That you know is that set where it's like nobody can say that I shouldn't be. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. That the. That was right after did, Thanksgiving. So did, the day after Thanksgiving. Did, did you cry? No. I was more uh, enraged this time. <laughs> well, would you rather feel angry or sad? I, I like anger. I was, better. but by me, like I was, I went through just a, a whirlwind of emotions real quick. At first, I was very angry because I felt like it was my time, and a lot of people told me like that they felt it was my time too. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I'm handling this wrong. And and he talked to me, and I felt way better after our conversation, which is nice. I was like, you know what? Talked it out. I'm good. And it's just, I, I'm using it as a, motiva- as a motivator. You can use it two ways, always, with, with things that don't work out out here. You can use it to motivate you, to push you harder, to make you better. Or you can keep it on the inside and be Become like, oh, jaded. screw that place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're not treating me how I should be treated. Tough luck, man. This is like, this is L.A. This is like L.A. New York. It's the best comedians in the world. It's, yeah, it's what, like, that's what you have to remember and step back. Yeah, we're in one of the few industries where we're, we live in a city where we're at the top of our profession. Like doctors, are the best doctors are spread out across the country, but like the best comedians are either in New York or L.A. No right. question about it. And some of the best comedians in the world perform at the comedy store on a weekly basis. Right. If I can eventually be a paid regular there, maybe it, maybe it's not working out on my time or whatever, how I'd like it to, that's fine. It, I, I, I will get it eventually. 
Like, I will prove myself to the point where it's like, all right, there it is. And that's what I'm going to to use it as. Because on the acting side of things and just the entertainment business in general, it's so easy to get jaded because of stuff like this that happens with, oh, yeah. with the business. Something I, I, that you feel like should have gone your way. But, I mean... There's just no, there's no point in wasting your energy. To me, there's no point in wasting your energy on on the bad stuff that's going on. It's like, all right, let's just keep moving forward. Let's create new things that make it impossible to deny that I should be there and I should be in that club. You know? Yeah. See, you're better than me. I'm fucking. I'm fighting through my jadedness. Like, I see some of these, like, Vine stars that, like, get fucking CAA and, like, holding deals, and I'm just like, they don't fucking deserve this. And not Well, A, they don't. But B, (laughs) you're not trying to do that. So why do you you care? I know. I know. But it's still, it's hard. We're not not trying to, we're we're not, we're we're looking for longevity with our careers and and hopefully respect eventually with what we're doing. Right. That's... That it's like short form and long form improv. Almost anybody can do short form improv and blow you away. Funny face. There's very few people who can do long form improv and do it well where you're blown away by what they're doing. It's a different skill level entirely. Right. Totally. Well, you got a good head about it, man. Because, you know, I get jaded sometimes. And here's, here's how I would handle it. I would get angry. Mm-hmm. Act out somehow. Mm-hmm. I'd be screaming at someone, or you know, making someone else feel bad about whoever made me feel bad. And then I feel regret. Well, then I feel more anger that I just did that. Then I feel regret. Then I get sad, and then I just kind of get back to normal eventually. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, a, not not a great. Song. With the whole situation too, with the comedy store, Sandro is a good buddy of mine, and he's very funny. It's not like I got slighted. Where it's like, yeah. I had an amazing set, and then somebody not funny got passed over me. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So that is, makes it easier to swallow too. When it's like, well, this dude's really funny. It's yeah. not. It's not like, it's not like some horrible comic that that got passed, and you're like, what do you? I did everything right, and then you're. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, it'll happen. You got. You got to just. You're good. You just got to step back and. Every older comic is like, enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride, and it's really hard to do that sometimes. But I, yeah, I like agree. this fucking ride sucks. Yeah, it's like, get me off of this ride. I want a different, be on a different ride. But every time I look back a couple of years on from what we were doing, like a couple of years ago or whatever, I'm always like, okay, I get why they say that because every step of this long journey is. is memorable and valuable in different ways over time. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I honestly think some of the best moments I've had out here is before I was worrying about what reps I had and how do I get more and more credits, and it was just doing shows, going to class, just doing that. And the way I look at it, too, everybody loves a good underdog story, baby. (laughs) I happen to be that underdog that... uh, that I keep, uh, I won't let anything <laughs> keep me down. So eventually, one day, maybe it'll take another five, ten years, whatever, for me to quote unquote start making it in LA. Yeah. 
No, you're making it. Whatever. You're good. You're here. You're real well respected. Speaking of underdogs, shout out uh, to Aaron Covington. He's done our show a couple times. I'm not sure if you remember him, Jeremiah. Uh, he just wrote the new Creed movie, which uh, it's got like a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. So he wrote that? Uh, yeah. Nuts. I just saw Creed. I loved it. Did you? I didn't I, know Aaron wrote that. Yeah. What the frick? <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. So our friends are making it. That's nuts, dude. Creed was awesome. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, no. Dude, Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone give phenomenal performances in that movie. Yeah, that's it's what I heard. really, really strong. Really good. Do I need to watch the original Rockies? I haven't nope. seen any of them. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Sweet. This is different enough. I mean, it's cool if you've seen at least one or two of the Rockies. That helps, but you don't I, have to see it. I hear the third Rocky sucks. Just one and two were good. Uh, yeah, there's definitely mixed mixed reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, Christmas is coming. Uh, I saw the 007 movie too. I heard that one sucks. Again, this is what I hear. I'm this not all hearsay from. Yeah, Justin if, Marks, if anyone yeah. here that worked on those movies, I didn't see them. Still hire me, please, please. How would you feel about Spectre? Spectre? <laughs> Spectre? Oh. Why is it spelled uh, R-E? Uh, you know, they British and stuff, though. Oh, it's a British thing. I mean... Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a James Bond. Oh, wow. I liked it. I thought people crapped on it way too much. I really enjoyed yeah, it. people were like dicks about it. I, uh, Dean and I saw both those movies in Vegas this past week. I'll say I thought this movie was way overrated. I thought it was not as good as I mean our expectations are too high. I just finally saw up. I, I, like, I still haven't seen all of it. I keep only getting to the part where they just land on that on the, cliff. No, yeah. The space place or whatever it's called. The cloud? The no like the, the island. Oh the is, island. Is that thing? what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With that bird. Yeah. I mean it was good, but it wasn't like it wasn't didn't blow me away like Toy Story Three did. You know what I'm saying? Toy Story 3 is dope. Dude, I almost... I watched that okay. by myself 11 o'clock. And Toy Story 4 is coming out. Woo, woo! Uh, oh, and by Toy Story 4, I mean The Secret Life of Pets. What the frick? <laughs> that movie is Toy Story, but with animals. <laughs> the Secret Life of Pets? That's what the logline for Toy Story basically that's is. That's a movie? It's coming out, and I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, this is Toy Story with animals. <laughs> That's all you're hey, doing. Maybe that's what Hollywood wants, Jeremiah. Don't you get in the Man, game? More of the same. I get it. I know that they're like, oh, this will sell because we've <laughs> had a sold. we've had a trilogy that has sold based on the same idea, but we're gonna use cute cats and dogs instead I mean, of toys. Isn't that also like what um Babe is about? Babe? Or the movie No, Charlotte's Web, that's what it is. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, in a way. Man, reboot city over here. <laughs> this is crazy. But you're gonna see it. I'll see it eventually. I mean, I'm on Redbox that thing, but I'm not seeing the theaters. You know. Uh oh. Also, if we're talking about TV shows, Master of None is dope. Gotta watch that. Everybody says that. Oh man, it's so good. They say that they effortlessly. Excuse me. That they effortlessly have ethnic diversity in it. Yeah. No, I without making a thing of it. Right. I watched it and I was like, wow, this is the show I wanted to write. What a fuck! This is amazing. Wow. Like, I, I would want to write. If I wrote that show, I'd be like, I just gave you my masterpiece. Mm. So, go see that, guys. Shout out to Brent Morin. 
just put out his first one-hour special on Netflix. I'm Brent Morin. Check that out. Or check him out on Undateable. He's a, he's a good friend of the comedy store and the comedy scene. Good dude. We've had Rick Glassman on this podcast and John DeWalt, who are both, um, and Allison Bosma. They're writers on the show, and Rick is a uh, series regular on the show. And, yeah, definitely check that stuff out. It's always cool to see uh, Bud's doing stuff. And you, you showed me that the, that Echo post oh, yeah. right before. Yeah, Echo's taking over uh, uh, Entertainment Tonight's Instagram. So uh, go watch that. He, he plays uh, Mr. Terrific on Arrow. Look at all, my, all our friends just so killing nuts. it. nuts. <laughs> just a little bit longer, Justin. <laughs> uh, well, I'm waiting. I'm getting cold out here. Oh, me too, man. <laughs> Oh, dude, <laughs> this will make you sad and relate. Okay. Dude, $1,000 that I had to drop on my car. A 1000 Yeah. Holy fuck, why? Because I didn't realize it was at the seven-year mark of uh, timing belt and water pump. <gasps> no, Jeremiah, your timing belt went on you? Yeah. Oh. Well, it, it, was about, it was about to. All the seals were messed up, and there's oil all underneath yeah, my car. And he goes, dude. He, I was about to take to Vegas. He goes, you can't take this car to Vegas. I go, what? He goes, you have to get this fixed. He goes, he goes, I'll fix. He's like, and my radiator hose was exploding. He's like, I'll fix the radiator hose so you can keep driving it short term. But he goes, you have to fix this. Otherwise, if you're going over one of those hills in Vegas and your motor blows, then oil goes into your engine, yeah. and then your engine's done, and then this car's worth nothing. Right. Then the gaskets blow. And- so. He said it's either 84,000 miles or seven years, and I'm just about to hit seven years. And he's like, the gaskets and the seals are all screwed up on this. And Ooh. he goes, and by going back there, he goes, you might as, you have, like, I, I, you should change the time belt and water pump if I'm fixing all of this other right, stuff because I have to, to remove take it all it. apart. Yeah. And he goes, and it'll be so, is already this many hours of labor. He goes, you, you, you just should do it all at once. I was like, okay, that's what you think. Did that do. make you cry? I would have made me cry. I was just like, I cannot freaking believe this. Charge it to the credit card. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what I did. Now I'm in some serious debt, baby. Dude, this pilot season needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? I need to make some things happen at the beginning of the year. All I keep right. thinking. <laughs> it's so funny. Every year going into the new year, yeah. I'm just like, man, next year I'll be way better off. And I keep getting worse off, guys. Because <laughs> you keep every new year. Because I keep racking you, up you're, that. You keep staying out in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I got pneumonia now. Yeah, yeah. My fucking legs broken. But things are looking up, everybody. Yeah. I think I'm optimistic <laughs> about this new year. You know, we'll we'll do our uh, goal, our goals podcast coming up here. Oh yeah. The end of the year. Yeah. We'll have to listen to the old one. Oh yeah, we'll replay back. <laughs> I love doing that. So playing back our goals from the year before. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. So, all right, that was that's thirty minutes. You got what's your shows, Jeremy? I'm sorry, I hogged uh, a chunk of this no. about the comedy store. No, that's I mean that's a huge thing. So you're good. Yeah, I coming up stand up on the spot is tonight. If you happen to listen to this on the internet late tonight, come check it out. It's an awesome lineup: Joe Rogan, Eric Andre, Dan Saint Germain, yada yada yada. Got great comics, etc. And then uh, later on this weekend. I uh, will be doing a show, Silver Lake Lounge, Pat Reagan and I, first Reagan and Watkins set in like a month that we're doing, then 9 o'clock, uh, Jake Adams show in the lab, the Everything show, I'll be doing that, do some stand-up and different stuff on that show, and then Midnight Snack, 
and the improv on Saturday. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, come check me out. Shaky Town tomorrow. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. And then uh, Duplex Suplex on Thursday. And then uh, Sunday, I'm not sure if I'm going to be on the show or not. He said maybe, so I'll tweet it out <laughs> if, if I am. I love that. <laughs> I might be on this show. So look out on the Twitter. <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening to The Building Years. After the ho- this holiday season, we'll start being Back way more consistent it. we'll be having more guests and stuff but right now Justin and I have just been going in and out of town a little bit too much recently yeah so stay tuned thank you guys so much for your support and listening and uh, we will be working on getting a new podcast uh, home. Uh, home soon we'll see about that haven't told Ari yet <laughs> well, way to I'm, do anou- it on the I'm announcing it before why not okay well that will probably fuck us over <laughs> All good. Thanks for listening, guys.